0: Welcome to Detroit Lions. News. I'm your host, Joe Chap, and today we are going to be talking about the Detroit Lions versus the Minnesota Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings obviously won uh today's game 28 to 24. It was a great game by the Detroit Lions. They played a very, very good game. They led in every statistical category total yards, time of possession. They didn't get the lead in first downs, and we'll go out. we'll go into that in a second. Late turnover, you know, put them at one apiece. But if you're asking me about the Detroit Lions and what they did today, and you're saying it's an SOL-type loss, I think that's just a stupid way to go about it. I really do think that's a stupid mindset. I think that the, the SOL-type mindset really, if we're being honest, is just a stupid way for you to say that the Detroit Lions have always sucked, so this is why they lost to today's game. And if you're using it as a reality it's just stupid now let's look at the reasons that Detroit Lions lost today there was coaching blunders there's no doubt about that Dan Campbell makes made some mistakes which he admitted in the post game that he he made mistakes he did he did not play uh, you know didn't do his best job uh you know Dan Campbell wasn't uh, he wasn't ready to coach and he he there was some plays where he you know he talks about biting kneecaps and all that stuff it's when it's time to win a game go go for it You know, that 51-yard field goal, I get why you made the decision. But even Dan Campbell, courtesy of Kyle Mienke, who is from MLive, uh, you know, MLive, he said, I hate it. I just hate that decision on attempting the final field goal, and I do too. I think that was a major shift in the psyche. Now, listen, you could talk about Austin Seibert. You could talk about Riley Patterson. You really don't have a good kicker on the roster right now. I don't think Austin Seibert's the answer. But he could have made the aggressive decision like he did all game and went for it on fourth down. You shouldn't need fourth down. But the fact that you are not that, you know, you, you, you're you relying on fourth down to get you points. That's what you're doing right now. And if you want to look into kind of the side of it, the reason that you I think that they're going for fourth downs is because they had to put points up on the board because this defense is incapable of Holding an offense below 28 points. They have not shown that yet. And next week, if they go into, uh, they play Seattle, if they go into see C- if they play Seattle in, in Detroit, and they once again give up more than 28 points, we have an issue because you can't be giving up 28 points a game. Um, you can't be giving up points like that. Um, the offense can't outscore your def- defensive. Uh, uh, mistakes it just it can't happen and when you talk about Dan Campbell and them going for it yeah he says I freaking regret that my decision right there you know people say Dan Campbell lost two games this year I just think he lost one but you have to make the right decisions Amani Awarie you know and people might point to that as a all type moment he had so many flags he created six first downs now if you want to if you want to put into perspective how bad that was The Minnesota Vikings had 30 first downs. If you take away Amani Owari's penalties, you have 24 to 23 first downs. Because Owari gave them first down after first down after first down with legal contact, holding, defensive pass interference, he was a liability out there today. Plain and simple. We could sit here and ask. We could sit here and talk about Dan Campbell and what he did. Yeah, he didn't. Play, he didn't coach a good game. That's obvious. But here's the thing: when you're when you're when you're a player, when you're playing for a chance to win, you can't be giving up first downs to the other team. You know, there was times where they had Minnesota. Uh, they had Minnesota right where they wanted them, and Omani gets another. Pass interference penalty. He gets a holding penalty. He gets a legal contact penalty. You got a legal contact penalty twice in one drive. You just can't do that. And when we're talking about the Detroit Lions, we're talking about, you know, how do they get rid of, you know, the SOL type stuff, that's how. You can't give up that much. You know, the Detroit Lions have scored a lot of points. They've scored 95 points. Everybody in the, everybody, everybody in the uh, NFC North has, hasn't scored north of 60. But you gave up 93 points. That's the worst, that's worst uh, defense in the division by far. So, if I'm Aaron Glenn. I'm going back to work, and I'm seeing what I have to do. And it's not easy because you just lost Tracy Walker. You might have lost Tracy Walker for a year. That's a big hurdle to swallow. But, listen, I, if you're saying this is an sol type loss, I I don't get it. I really don't. I think if you talk about S.O.L., you know, S.O.L. is used because they are using history to somehow it equates to the present day. The history of the Lions does not equate to the present day. I think a lot of people get confused by that, but they're not this team that is currently playing. is not the same as the team in 1999. It's just not. There's things that happen in a game in the NFL where you lose games. It's a it's a play. Every game is decided by a couple of plays. Every game. You talk about the Packers game today, they, where they played the Buccaneers and the Buccaneers and the Packers. You know they were whatever. They got a um, they got a delay of game penalty to get the two point conversion. That's the reason that they lost. You could look to that and say that's the reason that they lost. You know you look at a team like the Buffalo Bills. They lost today to the Miami Dolphins, who the Detroit Lions will be playing in a couple weeks at Ford Field. They also lost because of one singular play or a couple plays that you could look to and say that's the reason they lost. But don't get it confused. If you're a Detroit Lions fan, this was a good game by the Lions. Unfortunately, the defense is not holding up their end of the bargain. Unfortunately, guys like Imani Awari aren't holding up their end of the bargain. Jeff Okuda, he deserves a. He's, he's, he's going to get my game ball when we talk about playing game balls because he played his ass off. But for a lot of those guys, like a warrior, like like Mike Hughes, like Will Harris, sometimes when he's on the field, um, you, you got to make plays. Period. I didn't see much from Aiden Hutchinson today. I didn't see much from Charles Harris today. I need plays. Make the plays. necessary to win the game. So if we're going to be talking about the Detroit Lions and we're going to be talking about SOL, let's hold the feet to the fire of who actually is at fault here. It's the players. It's the coaching staff. Some players didn't come to play. You know, when you look at the Detroit Lions and you look at who got a sack today, Alex Anzalone was the only person to get a sack today. Are you freaking kidding me? We're playing the Minnesota Vikings who don't have a great offensive line, and you couldn't get a sack? That's just ridiculous. QB hits. Guy, uh, Anzalone had two. Charles Harris had two. What did Aiden Hutchinson have? One. I expect more from number two overall pick. I expect more. But this is the type of stuff that loses you games when you can't get pressure on the quarterback. When you allow him to go back there and complete, uh, you, he, can, he completes a pretty good portion. I Meaning you're gonna have you're gonna have a bad game. He completed 24 out of 41 passes, two touchdowns. You didn't get get, get an interception. That fumble by Delvin Cook should have been the one that kind of, you know, put this team in overdrive. They should have scored. But, again, it all ties back to the defense. If the defense holds serve, you win that game. At what point do we look at Aaron, Aaron Glenn and go, what the hell? Because at some point, it becomes ridiculous. They're allowing points. They're allo- They're getting thrown all over the field, and they're not playing good. Period. This was a game that should have been won. The Lions held Justin Jefferson to 14 yards and three receptions. Any game like that, you know, you win, but the Lions lost that game. This just goes to show you that there's. This is. This is a. You got. It, it comes down to a few plays. And unfortunately for the Lions, they did not make those plays. And no, it's not sol. It's just, man. There's some. It's this is still a work in progress. You're talking about the Detroit Lions, who, listen, before coming to the season, you know, you're you're thinking maybe they can win nine games, when maybe they can win eight games, somewhere along that line, because they are a better football team. But when you look at the the reality of this, their offense is really good. Their defense is, needs playmakers. And if you're an Eden Hutchinson, who is the number two overall pick, you need to be that playmaker. If you're a guy like uh, Malcolm Rodriguez, you need to make those plays. You know, Malcolm Rodriguez, he had eight tackles today. He did a pretty good job. But this, this Detroit team needed uh, to make plays, and they didn't. And that's why they lost. We're going to get into all that. We'll get into the game balls. We'll get into what happened. We'll, we'll get into all of that in the next segment. I'm going to get into it. Uh, obviously we had an S O L uh, so else S O L type segment where we, I just have to dispel that rumor because if you look at it, it was just never an S O L type game. It was more, and I hate that term. I truly do, but we're going to get into why the Detroit lions lost in the next segment. Be sure to follow us into the next segment, download and subscribe to our podcast guys, we have a lot of a lot of good stuff coming. Uh, Tyler isn't joining me today. He's obviously out with unknown reasons. He's dealing with much of gobbledygook with his his with things at his house. So we will be. I'll be shepherding you along as we get to the end of the podcast. Welcome back, to Detroit Lions news. We're gonna get into why they lost today, and and it's it's simple, guys. It's really simple. Amani Awari was one of the reasons they lost today. He obviously didn't play his best game. He allowed, he gave up, he gave up six first downs on penalties. Uh, that just can't happen. And if you're looking at the, the Lions' defense and you're going, okay, who, who, who lost that game for Detroit? Jeff Okuda played his ass off. Jeff Okuda is is becoming one of the best players on this defense by far, by far. You shut down Devontae Smith. You shut down Scary Terry. You shut down Justin Jefferson, despite having uh, doubles help. But you, you're you going to have doubles help when you play um, Justin Jefferson. And a wide receiver like that, you will have a guy over the top just to make sure that nothing goes haywire. But when you look at the Detroit Lions, one of the things that stands out in this game was simple. The Detroit Lions had um, their yards per play was 5.5. Uh, the Vikings was five point six. Detroit Lions completed uh, more passes. Yeah, they had more yards per pass. It was a game they should have won. The offensive line gave up zero sacks. Uh, Detroit ran for one hundred thirty nine yards. They ran for four point. Four, they were ran for point uh, four yards per uh, rush. They were three for three in the red zone. Here's the here's the defining factor of why the Detroit Lions lost. They had seven penalties for 59 yards, and the Vikings had three for 15 yards. Besides that, everything checked out in the Lions' favor. The Detroit Lions took over time of possession. Um, the Detroit Lions did this. They they had the interception late, but that was because they were going for a Hail Mary type play. But this all boils down to the flags. You know, this, all, this all boils down to warrior not playing his best game at all. This all boils down to Aiden Hutchinson. He didn't have a sack today. He had one quarterback hit, um, but you expect more out of your number two overall pick. You do. You do. You just, you just do. And when you look at the Detroit Lions and you look at the way that they played, um, you know Aiden Hutchinson had zero tackles today. He had one quarterback hit, no sacks. Expect more. You know when this this is a team. That needs uh, a, re- a heavy p- pass rush. They should have got home at Kirk Cousins this, today, and it kind of it kind of pisses me off that they didn't. That's an offensive line that I really don't respect uh, for the Minnesota Vikings. I just don't. I don't think they're a good offensive line. I mean, this is the first time that uh, he. This is. I mean, <laughs> Kirk Cousins was sacked only once today. Okay, uh, Kirk Cousins. That, that, that's this is this was a. This was a game where you know he literally he, he had he had he he got sacked twice last week against Philly. He got sacked the first week with uh with against Green Bay. But you did hold him to you, you, you played pretty well. You 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 allowed him to complete fifty eight percent of his passes. That's not that great. You just lost the game. You know when the def, when you're when you're a defensive player and you're asked to make plays. You got to make the plays. Period. That's the way it goes. I mean, this game was heavily, heavily winnable for the Detroit Lions, and the fact that they didn't win this game today is that speaks. That speaks to what this team really is right now. KJ Osborne obviously caught, caught that uh, go-ahead touchdown pass from twenty-eight yards. He was left wide open. That's a, that's a defensive blunder. This is a team. This is a team that has no margin for error. This is a team that really doesn't have any margin of error. They make a mistake, it's gonna hurt, dude. It's truly gonna hurt. You can't. This. Listen, this is one of the main, one, one. This is one of the rosters in the NFL that when things go good, it will go good. When things go bad and they can't make the right plays you're going to be in you're going to be in deep trouble. Well, when we look at the Detroit Lions, okay? They have given up. They've given up okay, so we're going to go they they've given up 93 points this year, okay? Everyone in the NFC North has under 60. We've given them 93. We scored 95. That just goes to show you what the Detroit Lions are trying to do, uh, and, and, and they're they're scoring in bunches. You know, no team has hit sixty in the NFC North, but the Detroit Lions are at ninety-five. They're outscoring their mistakes right now on defense. The defense hasn't been good. The defense has been suspect sometimes. So when you talk about is it an SOL type loss like we talked about in the last segment? No, it's not. You know, this is just a defense that isn't good. And when the Lions don't score, they're not going to win. Period. They have to outscore their their defensive uh, mistakes. Period. They don't have playmakers that can uh, rock a game. Aiden Hutchinson, I listen. I think he's going to be a great player, but until we start seeing him, you know, be consistently a guy who gets in the backfield, and makes pressures, and, and wins games, then we'll be talking. But we need someone to step up big time for this team because right now. No one is. So a lot of people are talking about the fourth down call where, where, uh, where, where Dan Campbell, uh, he, made, he made a lot of good decisions on fourth down going for it. So this is from Seth Wilder of ESPN Analytics. He goes, Dan Campbell has made a lot of good decisions on fourth down, but late Sunday against the Vikings, he made a costly error. Campbell elected to attempt a field goal while well up three points and on the on fourth and four at the Vikings 36. Win probabilities from ESPN's battle based on the decision. Go for it, 89.6%. Kick, 85.4%. Punt, 90%. So the model slightly preferred the punt as the best option over going for it, but it's essentially preferred either over attempting the field goal. The difference between going up, being up three and six late is very, very small. You know, Dan Campbell, he he went for it a lot today. You know, he went for it. He, he, um, they try to go for it because he knows deep in his heart that this defense can't really, can't really, they re- really uh, can't hold people to, you know, they can't hold them. So he went for it. In this, in, in this game, I think that in that play, that was a costly play by Dan Campbell. And, you know, when you're talking about your defense and you're talking about how bad that they are, just look at it, 93 points. That's that's terrible. It's terrible. Your your offense is outscored by two points, and they scored ninety five. And that's one of the top offenses in the league, if you look at it. It just goes to show you that a lot of people are going to look at the Lions and they're going to go, "Man, this is a good team." They're not that great, guys. The offense is really, they really hold, really held. Um, They've really held this Detroit Lions team in it. I mean, let's be honest. They're third in offensive uh uh output, third, and they're one and two. Shows you all you need to know. Really does. Their points per game, Detroit's even after this today, they're still second in the league with 31.7. That's 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 incredible. But the fact that you're not <laughs> You're you're not three and zero like the rest of those teams, or at least two and one. I mean, the Buffalo Bills are two and one. The Kansas City Chiefs two and one. The Eagles are three and zero. Obviously, it ties back to your defense. Defense is a main issue right now, guys. It is a huge, huge issue. You're hoping you can get Romeo Quay back at some point. Hoping you can get Josh Pascal back at some point. You're hoping all that goes into fruition. Because at this point, what are we talking about? I mean, the offense can score as many points as they want, but if you're giving up just as many points as you're scoring, you're not going to win many ball games. The defense has to either do two things, okay? This is what the defense has to do because this is what the defense has done all year. So the defense is one of the worst, uh, they are the worst team in points this year. the worst. They've given 93. Uh the second is Tennessee Titans with 84. The Detroit Lions have given up 31 points a game. When you talk about 31 points a game, and you talk about I mean the only team that comes close is the Arizona Cardinals, and they they're you know they're 33.5 a game. But you're in, you're in you're in a you're in a category with Atlanta, LA, Tennessee, Washington, the Jets, the Raiders, the Baltimore Ravens, and the Browns. You know, this doesn't define them right now. They can get better, but they have to get better because if they want to be where they want to be and with the offense playing at the level they're playing, the defense has to get better. It just has to. You talk about the Detroit Lions defense, it's, it's, it's been a little bit of a, a stagnant case of oops, you know? it's just It hasn't been good. So if we look at the Detroit Lions and we look at their defense, that's something that has to get better. So in the next segment, we will be talking about What will make it better going down the line? What do we see happening? We're going to talk about the injuries that came around today. We'll talk about that in the next segment of the Detroit Lions News Podcast. Tyler isn't in today, so I'm pulling down the fort. So please subscribe and and download if you like this, if you like this one. So we'll get to the next segment and we'll go from there. Welcome back to Detroit Lions News Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Chap, and right now we are going to be talking about going through the injuries that happened today that we should keep an eye on. So DeAndre Swift, was he got treated for something with the shoulder. That is something to keep an eye on. With playing the Seattle Seahawks, you really think that it'd be a great thing to just rest DeAndre Swift. Um, if you can't beat Seattle um, without DeAndre Swift, then... You're heading for, towards a, a road to disaster anyways. Um, defensively, Tracy Walker, it looks like he had Achilles injury. That's not a, that's not a good sign. St. Um, Brown, he had an ankle injury. Josh Reynolds, they, they, they think he had a low ankle sprain. Or his injuries, or the injuries are starting to pile up. And just when you thought that they were going to be getting healthier with the um, with getting Pascal back, with getting um, Romeo quarter back, perhaps, maybe, and obviously Jerry Jacobs, there's some more injuries that have came into a fold. But one of the things that uh, makes me a little bit optimistic is last year when they had a lot of injuries, they still held serve, and they had that good run at the end of the season. So, if you're the Detroit Lions, and you see this, and you're like, man, there's, there's so much going against them. Obviously, there is. I mean, there's a lot of injuries that they had that's happened. Um, John Jackson's been out for a couple games now. Uh, obviously, um, Frank Ragnall is back today. Um, so that's that's good, but you know, health is a major concern. You're hoping that you can get Jerry Jacobs back at some point because he would be a really good player to put in the slot or maybe put opposite of Okuda and put a in the slot. Um, Man, it just the, today was a winnable game by all stretches of the imagination. And they just gave up points. They gave up points, they gave up points, and they gave up points. And you're hoping at the end of the season, when you look back on week three, you're hoping that this game doesn't cost you, you know, maybe a playoff spot. Because this was a totally winnable game. And Dan Campbell deserves blame for it. Uh, obviously, warrior deserves blame of it. Sorry, I'm allergic to this, this post game because it's just not fun to, to break it down when the Lions lose, and, man, it's just a shame because the Lions should have won today's game. Um, they scored enough points, uh, and their defense couldn't hold, and it's, their defense has been the issue all year long. Like we said, 31 points per game. It's worse, that's second worst in the NFL when your offense is putting up the second – best offense and you're not putting up you know you're not putting up uh you're not stopping people um that's never good that just never is is good so when you look at the Detroit Lions you look let's look forward to the Detroit Lions obviously injuries are going to be the key they're going to be playing the CLC Seahawks. the Seahawks came off a rough game today um they played they played the um they played the Falcons and the Falcons beat them I'm um, trying to pull it up here. ESPN's being stupid right now. Okay, they so they played the they played the Falcons. The Falcons beat them 27-23. Uh, Geno Smith threw 325 yards. That's concerning for the Detroit Lions as we look in next week. Um, so, an interception. But you know, it, it, listen, it, it, the Seahawks are going to be a problem if someone can't cover DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. I mean. Jeff Okuda has done a really good job, but I worry he needs to be a lot better than he was this week. Let's just, let's just be honest with ourselves. Uh, he needs to be a lot better this week because that wasn't good enough. If you look at the Detroit Lions you know, and you look at the Seattle Seahawks, you know, one of the things about the Seahawks that makes little to no sense is their scoring offense is not great it's it's you know they're they're averaging about uh, 15 points per game 15.7 points per game the Lions are scoring 31 points per game so it's obviously detroit has the advantage there but defensively the detroit lions don't have the advantage they're giving up way too many points way too many points you know the, the Seattle seahawks are giving up um Twenty-three points per game. The Detroit Lions are giving up thirty-one. So again, it comes back to defense. Can you stop them? You know, I'm not even asking you to be a great defense. I'm just asking you: Can you stop them? And can you make it make plays when it counts? That's one of the things that really does matter. When you look at the when you look at the Detroit Lions and you look at the Seattle Seahawks, man, there's, there's this game could go either way. Obviously, you know Geno Smith is their quarterback. You know Geno Smith. they, they – he has he has he's been decent this year, um, but they had that one win against the Broncos and they've just tailed off ever since. So you're hoping that can be the norm with you guys with the, with with the Lions, and they can have a big bounce back game because they really do need a big bounce back game. And um, next week is a week where. Hopefully, Detroit Lions can take advantage of the defense of the Seattle Seahawks, where they allowed uh, Cordell Patterson to go for a rec- career high 141 yards and a, a touched one touchdown. That would be key. Um, so run the ball against this team. They're not. They're not. They're not that good in the run game. But that defense uh, isn't great. But listen, DK Metcalf had a hell of the game today, and with him and Tyler Lockett, those two really, really. Um, Give me pause if the Lions are going to win because I don't know what Amani or is going to do. Um, listen, as bad as Seattle is, they are, they are, they have a better scoring offense than the San Francisco 49ers right now, but the 49ers are playing right now and they're up 7 nothing. So, listen, I, there's not much to say no more. Um, the Lions should have won this game. They didn't. Um, and when you look forward to the rest of the season, you know Mac Jones might be hurt in New England, so that really opens up a, a, a you know a little bit of we can win that game too. Um, maybe Dak Prescott's back for the Cowboys game, or maybe you get Cooper Rush. I don't know, but that could that's an interesting thing. You know, there's things that are breaking the lines way, but they really need to take advantage of it. And this defense needs to get better. That's just let's let's just put it there. The defense has to get better. Period, end of story, and, and, and that's it. And, and, and I'm, I'm not gonna blow v about this even more, but it needs to be a lot better. Defense needs to make plays, and they need to make plays now. And next week is a big week. You have to beat Seattle. Have to beat Seattle. They are a one and two team. They're not a good team at all. They're, they want to, you know, they want to lose. Get Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud, but this is a game that Detroit Lions should win, and if they don't, well, it's on them. So this has been a good uh, podcast. Obviously, we did a short, shorter um, post game show today. Um, it's a little bit harder with one person. Um, you know, not much to talk about. Not, you know, I didn't get, couldn't get Tyler's thoughts; he wasn't with us today. So we will end it here. Detroit Lions news podcast, the post game show, the Lions versus Vikings. Again, the Vikings beat the Lions twenty eight to twenty four on a last second touchdown by KJ Osborne, and the Detroit Lions they fall one two. And if you look at it in a in a big spectrum, yes, it doesn't mean that they're going to you know, lose every game, but you got to go win the next two. You know, you got to go win the next two especially if Mac Jones is out. You got to go win the next two. You got to win a game on the road. You already lost. You Listen, this is the last thing I'll say. If you lost a game at home, you have to win. You have to steal a game on the road. You have to steal two games on the road. And hold serve at home. You know, you're probably going to have two home losses with Buffalo and the Eagles. That's it. It's if you win the rest of your games. But you have to you have to hold serve, and, and, and this is going to be a big test for the Detroit Lions as they they um, they play the Seahawks, and then they're away for two games with the Patriots and the Cowboys. We'll have more on the game preview show Wednesday or when you'll get it Thursday, so um, subscribe and like, and we'll send we'll send that podcast straight to your phone when it's done and listen. We'll have Tyler back. We'll be blowvading about this last game. And we'll take a look ahead to the Seahawks game. But in the end, the Detroit Lions lose 28-24. So we will see you on the next podcast of Detroit Lions News Podcast, presented by Between the Whistles Detroit, your hometown team. See you in the next podcast. Caught! Touchdown, Detroit Lions! They did it!